Um, all right, so now we're going to move on to the Offensive Player of the Year. Um, let's all start with number three. Michael, you go ahead. Number three. Okay, well, I kind of came unprepared with this category because for Offensive Player of the Year, I only had, like, one one guy <laughs> because I just thought it was, like, kind of undisputed. Um, but I guess I can go ahead and put um, – let's see. I can probably put Dame at number three. Dame. Um yeah for offensive player of the year super consistent scoring uh well he he probably averaged what close to 30 a game yeah yeah and even though it didn't always translate to wins um it's always fun to see him pulling up from deep being steph curry's son um hey watch your mouth but yeah yeah damian (laughs) lillard um number three um go ahead walker sure at number three, I had Jokic Joker. Um, sure, he may not score as much as other guys like Dane, but I think his offensive arsenal, the big man, is just what makes it that impressive. Um, obviously, like, I mean, it, what offense is including passing, right? I mean, that's yeah, part of yeah. facilitating stuff. So. Generating output, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, Jokic is the – uh, I don't know who competes with that, right? Yeah. Want agreement? Yes. What? Am I glitching? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Go. You go. You go. All right. Go. Uh, so my number three. Hey, am I glitching too? No. No. No, you're good. All right. All right. My number three is Mr. Triple Double, 182 times and counting. And I don't want to hear any of this empty stats crap. All right, he's producing at a rate we've only seen once before, and uh, he's been doing this for years. Um, so put some respect on his name. Uh, Russell Westbrook, ever since All-Star break, has been on an absolute tear, putting up triple-doubles, 2020 games. I mean, like, come on. We're talking about offense. I mean, come on. He's crazy. So, yeah, that's my number three. Micah, who's your number two? Number my, two, uh, my yeah, yeah, you're, you're good. good. You're good. Number two for me is going to be Jokic. Um, Jokic is just he. First of all, he's one of my favorite players, so a little bit of bias there. But um, just the cons- consistency yeah. of his points, assists, and rebounds. If you can count that as an offensive, I think that's more of a defense category. But you can count rebounds too. I mean, this man is just going stupid this year. Like, I mean. I didn't expect him to carry the same way that he did after Jamal, unfortunately, had to leave but um, because of injury. Uh, but this man has been single-handedly, in my opinion, carrying the Nuggets to a position that they're in right now. And that's all because of uh, that consistent offensive output, you know? Uh, what, what's he averaging, like 25 or something? 25 points? I think it's 26. 26 points and, like, uh, I know it's a double double, right? Double double. Uh, yeah, I can check assists. right now. Uh, he is averaging he's a guy, 20, 26, 11, and eight. And he's a guy we, ridiculous. who could average a triple double if he went for it. That's, right. But he's yeah. not stat padding. He's making the right decision at the right time. So, uh, yeah. Jokic, number two. Yeah, yeah. I like the word stat padding. I, I just feel like I was a little dissed to Westbrook. I'm not going to lie. Um, no, 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 no. It wasn't. I actually did. I actually didn't mean that. I actually didn't mean that. 
I yeah. should be that. I'm um, not that mad because I'm a Dame fan. But uh, all right. <laughs> so my number two is also Nikola Jokic. Uh, I mean, he's probably one of the uh, the best well-rounded players in the league. Um, he'll he'll he's gonna come up on a different award than a second. Um, I mean, the playmaking, the shooting, the IQ, and all that at seven feet is pretty crazy. And also, he's he's kind of turning into an Iron Man. I mean, he hasn't missed a game this year, so it's pretty impressive, yeah. especially with all the injuries that have been happening this year. So, uh, yeah, Nicole Jokic, too, for my offensive player of the year. Uh, my number two, um, I had Bradley Beal. Um, yes, mm. the Wizards haven't necessarily translated at all a win Wizard. with Bradley Beal scoring. Wizard. But uh, I mean, I think I think this thing what Beal is doing on offense is incredible. Um, his team sucks. Like the Wizards suck. Yes, Westbrook and Beal are good, but they suck. Hey, don't sleep on Rui. Don't sleep on. Yeah, I'm, don't I'm sleep on my I'm, boy Rui. I'm not saying he's trash. <laughs> Konnichiwa, <laughs> boy. <laughs> I'm not saying he's trash. I'm just saying you know they're not really there yet. But um, no, I think the fact that like Beal has to put so much effort on offense and like I don't know. That's kind of hard to explain, but I just think I mean, what like, he's second in scoring, right? He yeah, he got Curry second. Just, I mean, it came Curry down to the wire. Beat, yeah, Curry just beat him for that scoring title. So yeah, I think it's just an, a guy a guy like Jokic for really a good arsenal of scoring. Probably not, obviously not down low as much, but um, you know he's gonna get he you a bucket. Whether it's, yeah, get down I mean, there. He, he, I'm not saying he can't slash. Obviously not by the post. No, no, anything, I know but, he's, but his outside shot is supreme. Yeah, he's definitely a three level scorer. Quietly one of the better shooters in the league not really talked about as much but you know uh, hopefully I, at number one Mike. i hope, I hope, I hope we, we all have the same, the same person guy. his name is um look at Curry, man wardell wardell um yeah it has to be has to be him I do, mean, do we really have to say anything not really yeah let's move best on shoot, best shooter I'm, <laughs> a, I'm gonna say this one thing best shooter of all time that's all i'm gonna say yep, yep. all right yep. now we're gonna move on to the mvp uh, who is your guys' number three? I'll go first. Yeah, I had the man, Chris Paul, point God. I wanted to put him so bad. I know, I know, Charlie, you really wanted to put him up there. Um, Short King, stand up. And I'll do it for you. <laughs> I'll put Paul. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. No, 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 go ahead, Walker. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, all right. Go, go ahead. He's the most valuable player to his team. Out of, I think out of everyone in the league, he impacts his team the most. His distributing, working with Devin Booker, he gets gritty on defense for the most part. He doesn't play like he's, what, six, six foot? 30, 38 and six feet yeah, tall. He doesn't play like he's six feet nor 38. Um, another one of those guys, like, again, not like, I feel like everyone always talks about LeBron, his longevity. Chris Paul is just up there as well. He's, I mean, a top five, he's a top five guard in the league. So, and he's shown it even more this year. I think we were all questioning why did Chris Paul go to Phoenix. Um, we were all like, oh, I wish he would have gone a contender. And now Phoenix is con- it's a know, contender. contender. I mean, it may not it may not feel like they are, and they probably aren't necessarily going to win it all. Um, but they have a good three. I'm taking Phoenix um, over the Jazz in the playoffs. I'm taking Phoenix over the yeah. Blazers, the Mavs, the, yeah, maybe the Clippers. The yeah, the I, I don't know. I think, I think the you, know, you know what I'm favorite. saying now. You know yeah, what I'm no. saying now. No. And just not having a guy like Curry, not having a guy like LeBron, Anthony Davis, et cetera. I mean, what Devin Booker is probably the best player on the team, but which is a great thing to have. But yeah, that's why I put Chris Paul at three. I think it's kind of on. He's just really showing himself this year for what he yeah, is. If you're talking about like the actual title, most valuable player, 
Chris Paul every year, every it's, year. Chris Chris Paul will win or LeBron will win every single year. Mm-hmm. But That's, it's not that. So um, yeah. uh, my number. Go? No, no, of course, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to go because I also had CP3 as my third uh, spot for MVP. Of course, he's not actually going to get it. Does he ever really? No. Never but, gets the recognition. Exactly. However, everyone who is at least somewhat of a basketball fan knows the impact that this man has on his team every single year. Every single year he puts in his all. He tries to cooperate with the new surroundings, whether it be last year with the Thunder or this year with the Suns, right? I mean, give him any environment, he'll he'll do it justice, right? Um, so, yeah, just another typical CP3 year. I mean, taking his team to playoff contention or at least getting really close to. Um, but, yeah, this year he definitely went above and beyond what I think anybody expected, even with his uh, record of just carrying teams to uh, good positions. Yeah, I mean, CP3, most valuable player if it wasn't for the NBA. Yeah. So, Mike, CP3, your number three? Yep. Okay. Charlie, um, I kind of feel bad that the short guy, the short guy here doesn't have his, uh, the short king on his list. Um, but I have the opposite of short king. I have Joel Embiid at my number three position. Joel was my MVP for a large portion of the year before he came down with an injury. Uh, the missed games were obviously really hurt his chances, but he still played pretty well after. And um, Brooklyn doesn't want to see this man in the playoffs. Who's going to guard him? No, I mean, not. So, uh, yeah, Joel's at my three. Um, obviously, Philadelphia is one of the best teams in the league record-wise, and, um, yeah, Joel's a big part of that. So, now we're going to move on to number two. I, at, yeah. Go ahead, Walker. Two, yeah, go ahead. But at number two, I had the uh, scoring title king, uh, Chef Curry. And I feel like it's another one of those things when it's the most valuable player to the team. Um, we all know without, the, without Curry, what are the Warriors? Probably – the worst team in the league was Clay Thompson out as well. I mean, Andrew Wiggins as a star. Yeah, I'm good. Saw what happened last year. But uh, um, yeah, and he wasn't even the he was the third scoring option on the Timberwolves, right? Oh, and he was at the Warriors last year. I forgot. But um, anyway, yeah, I just think Curry is just like so good. Like it's just like just as a fan, dude, you just have to marvel at him. Like no homo, bro. But like just seeing him play, bro, it's insane. Like you got to get triple team. And the dude's like 33. I'm trying. I'm sounding like flight, bro. Again, like no homo or anything, bro. But still, like it's insane what he's doing. I, it is just crazy. I think he's the second, second in the MVP race for me. I think we all have him second, right, Micah? Let's hear what Micah got, bro. Uh, for number two, uh, I have the man Joel Embiid. Um, okay. He would have been my number one, but just because of injuries, I mean, wasn't the only other person to miss that many games. And when MVP oh. still was Shaq, right? Was it Shaq or oh LeBron? Probably LeBron. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to do the King. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I was wondering what you were doing, um, bro. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and I don't think Embiid's on that type of level, right? So great numbers, uh, great impact on his team, but not MVP. Uh, I kind of Charlie, not, not kind of. I'm completely agreeing with uh, Walker right here at two. Uh, Steph Curry, I mean, if we say the most valuable, uh, Chris Paul and Steph Curry definitely come to mind. Uh, take away Steph from the Warriors, and I think they're a bottom feeder. Uh, I th- not even I think. I think they just they will be a bottom feeder. Uh, he's been playing out of his mind, especially after All-Star break. Um, 
and he succeeded in getting Golden State to the playoffs. So, uh, good job. Props to him for doing that single-handedly, in my opinion. And not complaining about yeah, it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so now, number one, the MVP. This should be consensus. Got to go. Nikola Jokic. My boy, Jokic. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. All right, like, I, like when you started to, like, you're like, yeah, I feel like you're going to say someone, bro. Nerland's Noel. <laughs> Kevin Herter, baby. Oh, God. Red Velvet. Red, Red Velvet. Velvet. <laughs> Red Velvet, MVP. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think this is obviously pretty self-explanatory. So, Mike, you want to explain it? Yeah, I mean, you heard what I said when I was talking about Offensive Player of the Year. I, I, I accidentally started talking about how, why he was MVP. Like, bro, you cannot mention Nikola Jokic and not start talking about how this man has carried the Nuggets to a playoff spot, right? It's it, it's incredible. You know, when Jamal, when Jamal Murray got out, how, how long was he out? How long is he out for? Season? Uh, he's been out for like 20 games at least, right? Exactly. Out for 20-plus games? And this man carried the team single-handedly. Who else is on the team? No, ball, ball. I don't want to hear it. Right? Like, MPJ is pretty good. M- MPJ is good, but he's not. He's not on that type he's of level. A, right? He's just a scorer. He doesn't do anything else. Exactly. This man Jokic has been doing everything for the team, and I just feel like when you look at the stats and when you watch him in game, bro, this guy is doing everything possible to put his team in the position that they are right now. Uh, no Jokic. The, this team is a play-in or non-playoff contending team. No, without Jokic, Jokic there's no way. There's no there's way. No way. No, there's no but way. If, Murray, if, Murray, if Murray's out too, then there's no way. Exactly. If Murray's in, then maybe they can get like the 11 seed, 12 seed, but I don't. But Jokic, Jokic is the focal point of this team, and sure. there's there's no taking away from that. This man is the MVP. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I, um, that was. All right. Go ahead, Walker. Sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna. Kind of creator, like I said, just I feel like uh, I don't know. I don't know. Jokic is another. It's just so much fun to watch. I mean, like seeing a guy that's just like what six ten, dude behind the back, behind the head pass. Um, it's just so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's another one of those guys who he's a European guy that likes to complain, but he's still like a pretty likable guy. I mean, he's yeah, pretty hot headed. Right? Um, it's funny. He is. Can I, can I, can I, all right. So now that we've kind of finished that off, I want to say one thing. My teacher, we were talking about basketball. He said this to me. I thought it was really interesting. So we got trained. Then we're just everyone good that we're moving away from awards. That all good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. All right. So we were trained Doncic, right? And and my, I think most people, I feel like majority of NBA fans dislike Trey. Which I think, right? Most fans. Yeah, I think he's First play I style. Think with, with PJ, PG and LeBron, I think he's one of the more hated guys now. And like, I think people just kind of dislike his <laughs> play style. I was like, he's got a pretty punchable face. We're not gonna lie. But dude, I was thinking about it, right? And like, Doncic <laughs> is seen as the golden boy of the Luca, seen as the golden boy of the of the uh, NBA, right? Luca, everyone thinks he's like all that. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, golden. He's he's the golden Bro, boy. I, like Luca, Luca complained <laughs> more than Trey, and he doesn't get any hate for it. Like it's low key been annoying me so much recently. Like he like Luca cries and complains like. Bring out the baby meter. Luca's pretty high up on the baby meter. <laughs> if we're being honest, like I realized he complained so much to the rest, but he doesn't get anything for it. I'm like, yeah, he's likable because he had these moments with Boban, but Trey has the same stuff with Bogey, John Collins. I, I did a little rant. I had to go up real quick. But I no, feel no, like I could Luca's, Luca's about to get his like um, 
I think he if he gets one more tag, I think he gets like suspended. a a suspension. Yeah, like um, which yeah. is pretty crazy. Um, because he's definitely hot headed. But um, are we done with NBA now? I don't or know, are we we're still going. I think we're we're good. I think we're getting. I'm, I'm ready for the off season. If we're being yeah, the off season, um, baby. So if you don't want to listen to us talk about the off season, click off. Go ahead. Uh, we're talking about the the greatest artist of all time. No, no, I'm joking. Wait, um, what did he say? <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Chill, chill, um, chill. I know, chill. But I think uh, I think it's self explanatory that we're all pretty big Cole fans here. And uh, Jermaine dropped an album yeah. uh, two days ago. Is that correct? Fourteenth. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Fourteenth, two days. Fourteenth, and um, I think we can all agree that's a pretty strong album. Hopefully. Yeah. Good album. Good album. So um, uh, all right. Go, go ahead, Micah. Yeah, yeah. if you guys don't mind me starting off with this. Uh, first off, I wanted to say I also dropped on uh, a single the same day that Call released. And just to put in perspective how much I enjoyed listening to this album, especially a few select songs off of it, uh, I barely promoted uh, my single at all. I was just listening to Call the whole time. Um, and that's no offense to my own single, which you guys should check it out, you know, <laughs> Mellow Yellow. Right. Um, on yes sir um but yeah if we can start uh let's go to our bio and he'll be there okay yeah yeah um but yeah i think this whole album was not what some people expected in my opinion um especially of, of course the what was it the the two-pack that he had with oh yeah the lewis street lewis street with yeah, uh, lewis the street. climb back yeah. and uh lion king on ice yeah I think the climb back was a really good uh, opener, not opener to the album, of course, but like to expose people to Appetizer. what the off season is going to sound like. Right. Um, and I don't know how this album is going to be received, to be honest. I feel like a lot of people are just kind of writing right now um, and not truly understanding that this isn't a normal call album. This is uh, if you look at the production aspects of it, and you also look at um, his lyricism on it and the style. This isn't a, a mainstream album by any means. Of course, you have songs like Amari on here and Pride is the Devil. But this is for the real hip hop listeners who will dissect the lyrics and just listen to the music, not for the popularity, but for what it means to the culture of hip hop, as well as to just hip hop fans in general, you know? Um, yeah, and my, yeah. My, not to cut you off, Micah, but I was going to say, I noticed like on the off season, there wasn't a song like the Little Models, for example. Um, there wasn't really a song that you put on and it's turned everyone up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Which I love. That was just, that was just, that was just a random thought I had. But yeah. That's what I noticed. The first, like my first playthrough, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be playing this song at a party. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. That's no, just how no, I interpreted it. No club bangers on this. No club bangers. Right. Which is what Cole is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so keep going I think, if you want, yeah. uh, is it okay if I interject real quick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, I kind I think I kind of just summed up like the album kind of. Oh I mean, yeah, for sure. You summed so, it up nicely. Yeah, um, yeah. I definitely think this is one of J. Cole's better albums. Uh, he definitely delivered. Do I think it's his best work ever? Um, no, I do not. No, um, no. Just to be frank, I do not. Uh, I still think no. the 2014 Four Souls Drive and arguably maybe For Your Eyes Only is still better. But uh, I definitely think The Off Season is one of his better albums. It's probably top three. Um, 
personally, I like the slower sounding tracks um, over the quicker tracks like Close or uh, 95 South. So the songs I really liked were uh, My Life and Let Go My Hand. Um, those were my two favorites. Um, obviously, like one of the quotes from uh, Let Go My Hand, I believe it was um, Presence make the sh- Makes the Strongest Father, um, which I, I, I just think that was a good line. <laughs> I just I mean, I don't know. I just really like that line. But um, I definitely think it was a strong album throughout. Me and Walker were talking before the podcast that, I mean, uh, it really just doesn't have much many weaknesses. Um, that's the thing about that's a reoccurring theme of J. Cole is that uh, his albums, there's never really too many skips, if any. Um, they're all the solid songs. Maybe they're not all 10 out of 10, but they're all going to be 8 out of 10. So, yeah, that's what I got to say. Um, put my thought into it. I thought it was, a, again, solid, good album. Uh, I liked Four Four Hill Drive and Four Yards Only More. But again, you're, you know, you get what you get from Cole, no skips uh, for the most part. Not maybe not no skits, but no bad songs. Nothing that's gonna come on. You're like, all right, turn this off. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, my favorite tracks. I really liked uh, 95 South. Um, that kind of got me hyped up a little bit, like the first opening track. But and as well as my life. I mean, we all know how well 21 did, and Pride of the Devil was a good one too. I was I really liked the theme of that song actually. Um, but you know, my personal favorite song had to be the climb back. Um, obviously oh, yeah. I heard it on Lewis. I heard it on Lewis Street. And like, dude, I I was like, it was like eleven fifty, and I was like listening to like waiting on the drop, you know, to keep myself awake. And bro, like, that song just goes so hard to me. Um, I mean, like, man, I was just listening to it, bro, and I just like for some reason I just got so hyped, bro. Yeah, um, I mean, his flow on that album, on that song is supreme. I mean, he just when keeps it goes like, going. when it was like, you know, my my people shoot first, but they never played the point more two guards. Oh my god, like, bro, like. Mm. Like, bro, like, bodies <laughs> fill for you alls. I mean, like, come on, like, oh my gosh, like, and the RDC skit, shout out them, like, that's a joke oh, yeah. in it, but like, oh, yeah. man, dude, that that bar, like, that's my that's probably one of my favorite cool bars of all time. Me and a basketball player and stuff. Uh, yeah. my life was that that was the one with the uh, 21, if I'm correct. I got a lot of um, I said the song, I got a lot of a lot vibes, like, the song a lot, bro, a lot part that, two, yeah, the honestly, the um. The sample that they used for that, I think it was a sample. Maybe it was original, but uh, it felt, yeah, it was probably, yeah, a lot of it was sampled, but um, it's really sounded like it. So um, it was a good continuation because that was a really good song, and they really work well together, which is weird because their styles really shouldn't match because um, obviously 21 is more of a trap, ATL type of guy, but uh, J. Cole is more of a um, lyricist um you know he's more on flow when eight uh 21's more on this melodic stuff so yeah i definitely think they match well and same with little baby i mean i wouldn't really expect them to match up very well but they i mean i think little baby's very versatile for the most part or s- s- sort of versatile so um yeah i think they matched up nicely yeah um i think my favorite tracks were amari my life uh interlude and the climb back so a lot of previously released songs interlude was there. Really good too. um yeah however i really think uh what you call it um interlude is just bro if we go to the production side of things i'm such a sucker for like uh samples and uh a lot of sampling work on an album right 
uh bro this one was just like my bread and butter like almost each song i was like yo this beat go crazy um but my life let's not forget about how maury killed the hook on that that might be one of my favorite yeah. hooks ever um super simple but it really connected j cole and 21's uh verses uh of course 21 with an he just sounded like he had Murdered the glasses it. and the suit on while he was recording, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I know he had the glasses years. on. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of dry spell in the middle of the album. I with, think. Uh, yeah, I, I feel you so much. With uh, Punch in the Clock, uh, Hunter Mill. I just, and Pride is the those, Devil. Pride is the Devil. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. But uh, I think I, Hunter Mill and Punch in the Clock were definitely pretty. Yeah. Though, yeah I'm not saying they're bad. I don't, I don't think they're bad songs. It's just that compared to the other highs of the album, I think they're closer to the bottom. Yeah. It's just like, it's hard for me, like, listening to a Cole album because, like, it's just hard to compare because Forest Hill, like, I mean, it's, it all comes back to Forest Hill Drive, right? I mean, that, that album is just so good, iconic. Like, it's going to go down to probably one of the greatest albums of all time. It is, you know, one of the greatest. Of the, of definitely of the 2000s. And um, I don't think it just goes without saying. It's just no skips. So it's just, and for, for you guys only, it's such a great album too. Honestly, a little bit underrated. Underrated, underrated yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just a side thought. It's just so hard to compare Cole Allen just because of how good Fortel Drives is. Right. Uh, I also wanted to add, bro, his bars on this, or I've never heard Cole Spaz like, he has on this album like clearly he put in a ton of effort into it and uh like it, it pays off it really pays off i mean i'm definitely gonna listen to this a lot more in the future um, yeah i'm gonna match yeah. i'm gonna listen to climb back right as we get off this right i've already i've already ready. re-listened to it i think three times and i'm don't yeah. point on stopping yeah it's, it's, it's a shorter shorter album i believe it's what 39 minutes yeah 39 yeah, it's 39. Yeah. Um, I really hope this isn't his last work because I think I, I don't think we all want that. But I mean, if it is, it's a good way to go out. And um, he obviously has two kids and a wife. So if he wants yep. to go out, he wants to go out. But um, and is it um, wait, is it uh, was Dame on the his uh, sample? Was that on 100 mil? I'm not too I don't, sure. I don't remember if it was or not. But again, okay, yeah, 100 mil. Uh, I do want to say, bro, you can't start a song like that. I like the song, kind of, but you can't start a song like whining, bro. I don't, I don't know if that was a stylistic choice, but whatever it was, it was not it for me. Oh, gee, mad at you right now <laughs> for that for that feature he had. Do you know that one? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, if you guys have anything more else to say about the NBA or offseason, Lil Baby had his weakest verse ever. Lil Baby, really? Yeah, I think he's had weaker ones. Well, in a minute, on like on in a minute, yeah, he's been on fire for a little, little while. I mean, he's been flaming down a little bit. Oh yeah, I wish he would. Oh, yeah. I wish he would control that fire into making an album. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what's he doing? He's at least one in over a year. Come on, yeah, bro. Buddy, hey, we, we, we had to go without Cole for three years. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. true. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Years. And Trav without, um, what, it's coming up on three? Yeah, that's not yeah. Months. yeah. But I don't know. I don't Walker's not a Trav guy. Nah, I'm not a. Nah, I'm not a. I'm yeah, waiting for that Joey album, bro. I hope Joey comes up soon, releases mm-hmm. something. 
Mm-hmm. I hope there's more uh, post-humorous MF work for sure. I definitely think uh, Walker getting, posthumous, uh, bro. <laughs> no, Walker, I don't blame you. I pronounced it like that a long time, and then my mom corrected me. What is it? It's, po- po- it's posthumous. Pos- yeah, posthumous. 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 Like, I, like, I, like after death? Really? Yeah. 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 Not oh, that's crazy. So my- posthumous. Dang. My whole, I feel like my whole life has been a lie. What the heck? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, no, it's, it's cool. It's cool. No, but Walker, it should yeah. be pronounced that way. It should not yeah. be posthumous. English, English it should be posthumous. It, it really is stupid. English, English is stupid. Post, it should be posthumous. That's what it should be. Yeah. Um, Who else are we waiting for to drop? Uh, isn't DMX dropping a posthumous album? Oh, man. Is Camp? I think his. I think it's camp or something like that. Like, yeah, I think it, I think that's insanely rushed. Yeah, really rushed. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if issue, I want that. that was the issue with Pop Smoke. Uh, I think they released it way too fast. Although it was Throw. a really good album, I, I did. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't think it was bad. I think uh, it was actually really good. It's just that I think they could have waited longer to make it to make it make more anticipation. But I'm not. I'm not trying to like dis- dishonor him or his legacy or anything. Yeah, yeah. We're good. yeah. It's still like I, I don't know. Pop. Yep. All right. Appreciate yep. Micah coming on. We're uh we're definitely gonna bring Micah on for a ton of more episodes. This is gonna Let's be a regular go. thing. Any NBA music episodes, he's gonna be on it. Promise. Yes, sir. So we'll see you all next time. Follow us on yes, all the sir. socials later. All right. Um, all right. So now we're gonna move on to the offensive player of the year. Um let's all start with number three. Micah, you go ahead. Number three. Okay, well, I kind of came unprepared with this category because for offensive player of the year, I only had like one, one guy <laughs> because I just thought it was like kind of undisputed. Um, but I guess I can go ahead and put, um, let's see. I can probably put Dame at number three um, yeah. for offensive player of the year, super consistent scoring. Uh, well, he, he probably averaged what close to 30 a game. Yeah. Yeah. And, even though it didn't always translate to wins, um, it's always fun to see him pulling up from deep, being Steph Curry's yeah. son. Um, hey, watch your mouth. But yeah, yeah, Damian <laughs> Lillard, um, number three. Um, All right. Go ahead, Walker. Sure. On number three, I had Jokic, Joker. Um, sure, he may not score as much as other guys like Dame, but I think his offensive arsenal, the big man, is just what makes it that impressive. Um, obviously, like, I mean, it, what offense is including passing, right? I mean, that's yeah, a part of yeah. facilitating generating, stuff, generating output. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Jokic is the uh, I don't know who competes with that, right? Yeah. Law and agreement, yeah. What am I glitching? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Go, you go, you go. All right, yeah. uh, so my number three. Hey, am I glitching too? No? No, no, you're good. All right, all right. My number three is Mr. Triple Double 182 times and counting. And I don't want to hear any of this empty stats crap. All right, he's producing at a rate we've only seen once before, and uh, he's been doing this for years. Um, so put some respect on his name. Uh, Russell Westbrook, ever since All Star break, has been on an absolute tear putting up triple-doubles, 2020 games. I mean, like, come on. We're talking about offense. I mean, come on. He's crazy. So, yeah, that's my number three. 
Micah, who's your number two? Number two. I go now. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're good. good. You're good. Number two for me is going to be Jokic. Cool. Go ahead, Michael. Um, Jokic is just he. First of all, he's one of my favorite players, so a little bit of bias there, but um, just the cons- consistency yeah. of his points, assists, and rebounds. If you can count that as an offensive, I think that's more of a defense category, but you can count rebounds too. I mean, this man is just going stupid this year. Like, I mean. I didn't expect him to carry the same way that he did after Jamal, unfortunately, had to leave but um, because of injury. Uh, but this man has been single-handedly, in my opinion, carrying the Nuggets to a position that they're in right now. And that's all because of uh, that consistent offensive output, you know? Uh, what, what's he averaging, like 25 or something? 25 points? I think it's 26. 26 points and, like, uh, I know it's a double double, right? Double uh, double. Yeah, I can check assists. right now. Uh, he is averaging he's a guy, 20, 26, 11, and 8. And he's a guy we, ridiculous. who could average a triple double if he went for it. That's, right. But he's yeah. not stat padding. He's making the right decision at the right time. So, uh, yeah. Jokic, number two. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the word stat padding. I just feel like I was a little dissed to Westbrook. I'm not even going to lie. No, um, no, no, no. It wasn't. I actually did. I actually didn't mean that. I actually didn't mean that. I yeah. should be that. I'm uh, not that mad because I'm a Dame fan. But uh, all right. <laughs> so my number two is also Nikola Jokic. Uh, I mean, he's probably one of the uh, the best well-rounded players in the league. Um, he'll, he'll he's gonna come up on a different award than a second. Um, I mean, the playmaking, the shooting, the IQ, and all that at seven feet is pretty crazy. And also, he's he's kind of turning into an iron man. I mean, he hasn't missed a game this year, so that's pretty impressive, yeah. especially with all the injuries that have been happening this year. So, uh, yeah, Nicole Jokic, too, for my offensive player of the year. Uh, my number two, um, I had Bradley Beal. Um, yes, mm. the Wizards haven't necessarily translated it all in win. Wizards. Bradley Beal scoring. Wizard. Wizard. But, uh, I mean, I think, I think this thing what Beal is doing on offense is incredible. Um, his team sucks. Like, the Wizards suck. Yes, Westbrook and Beal are good, but they suck. Hey, don't sleep on Rui. Don't sleep on yeah, him. Don't I'm sleep on my I'm, boy Rui. I'm not saying he's trash. <laughs> Konnichiwa, <laughs> boy. <laughs> I'm not saying he's trash. I'm just saying, you know, they're not really there yet. But, um, no, I think the fact that, like, Beal has to put so much effort on offense and, like, I don't know. That's kind of hard to explain. But I just think, I mean, like, he's second in scoring, right? He, yeah, he got Curry second. Just, I mean, it came Curry down to the wire. Beat, yeah, Curry just beat him for that scoring title. So, yeah, I think it's just an, a guy a guy like Jokic where he's a good arsenal of scoring. Probably not, obviously not down low as much, but, um, you know, he's going to get he you a bucket. Whether it's, yeah, get down I there. mean, he, he, I'm not saying he can't slash. Obviously not by the post. No, no, anything, no, I know. But, he's, but his outside shot is supreme. Yeah, he's definitely a three-level scorer. Quietly one of the better shooters in the league. Not really talked about as much, but, you know. Uh, hopefully I, at number one, Michael. I hope, I hope, I hope we, we all have the same person. Guy. His name is um, – Look at Curry, man. Wardell. Yeah, Wardell. There we go. Wardell. Um, yeah, it has to be, has to be him. I do, mean, do we really have to say anything? Not really. Yeah, let's move best on. Shoot, best shooter. I'm, I'm going to say this one thing. Best shooter of all time. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Now we're going to move on to the MVP. Uh, who is your guys' number three? I'll go first. Yeah. Go I had the man – Chris Paul, point God. I wanted to put him so bad. I know, I know, Charlie, you really wanted to put him up there. Um, Short King, stand up. 
and I'll do it for you. I'm the guy that, I'll put Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. No, 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 go ahead, Walker. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, go all right. Ahead. Go, go ahead. He's the most valuable player to his team. Out of, I think, out of everyone in the league, he impacts his team the most. His distributing, working with Devin Booker, he gets gritty on defense for the most part. He doesn't play like he's, what, six, six foot? 30, 38 and six feet yeah, tall. He doesn't play like he's six feet nor 38. Um, another one of those guys, like, Again, not like, I feel like everyone always talks about LeBron, his longevity. Chris Paul is just up there as well. He's, I mean, a top five, he's a top five guard in the league. So, and he's shown it even more this year. I think we were all questioning why did Chris Paul go to Phoenix? Um, we were all like, oh, I wish he would have gone a contender. And now Phoenix is it's a know, contender. contender. I mean, it may not, it may not feel like they are, and they probably aren't necessarily going to win it all. Um, but they have a good three. I'm taking Phoenix uh, over the Jazz in the playoffs. I'm taking Phoenix over the yeah. Blazers, the Mavs, the, yeah, maybe the Clippers. The yeah, the I, I don't know. I think, I think the you, Suns know, could you know be what I'm favorite. saying now. You know yeah, what I'm no. saying now. No. Just not having a guy like Curry, not having a guy like LeBron, Anthony Davis, et cetera. I mean, what, Devin Booker is probably the best player on the team, but which is a great thing to have. But yeah, that's why I put Chris Paul at three. I think it's kind of on. He's just really showing himself this year for what he is. If you're talking about like the actual title, most valuable player. Chris Paul year. every year, every it's year. Chris Chris Paul would win, or LeBron would win every single year. Mm-hmm. But it's That's, not that. So um, yeah. uh, my number. Go? No, no, of course, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to go because I also had CP3 as my third uh, spot for MVP. Of course, he's not actually going to get it. Does he ever really? No. Never but, gets the recognition. Exactly. However, everyone who is at least somewhat of a basketball fan knows the impact that this man has on his team every single year. Every single year he puts in his all. He tries to cooperate with the new surroundings, whether it be last year with the Thunder or this year with the Suns, right? I mean, give him any environment, he'll he'll do it justice, right? Um, so, yeah, just another typical CP3 year. I mean, taking his team to playoff contention or at least getting really close to. Um, but, yeah, this year he definitely went above and beyond what I think anybody expected, even with his uh, record of just carrying teams to uh, good positions. Yeah, I mean, CP3, most valuable player, if it wasn't for the NBA. Yeah. So, Mike, CP3, your number three? Yep. Okay. Um, I kind of feel bad that the short guy, the short guy here doesn't have his, uh, the short king on his list, um, but I have the opposite of a short king. I have Joel Embiid at my number three position. Joel was my MVP for a large portion of the year before he came down with an injury. Uh, the missed games were obviously really hurt his chances, but he still played pretty well after. And um, Brooklyn doesn't want to see this man in the playoffs. Who's going to guard him? No, I mean, not. So, uh, yeah, Joel's at my three. Um, obviously, Philadelphia is one of the best teams in the league record-wise. And, um, yeah, Joel's a big part of that. So, now we're going to move on to number two. I, yeah. Go ahead, Walker. Two, yeah, go ahead. at number two, I had the uh, scoring title king, uh, Chef Curry. And I feel like it's another one of those things when it's the most valuable player to the team. Um, we all know without, the, without Curry, what are the Warriors? Probably – the worst team in the league was Clay Thompson out as well. I mean, Andrew Wiggins as a star. Yeah, I'm good. Saw what happened last year. But uh, um, yeah, and he wasn't even the he was the third scoring option on the Timberwolves, right? Oh, and he was at the Warriors last year. I forgot. 
But um, anyway, yeah, I just think Curry is just like so good. Like it's just like just as a fan, dude, you just have to marvel at him. Like no homo, bro. But like just seeing him play, bro, it's insane. Like you got to get triple team, and the dude's like thirty three. Like, I'm trying. I'm sounding like flight, bro. Again, like no homo or anything, bro. But still, like it's insane what he's doing. I it is just. I think he's the second second in the MVP race for me. I think we all have him second, right, Micah? Let's hear what Micah got, bro. Uh, for number two, uh, I have the man Joel Embiid. Um, okay. He would have been my number one, but just because of injuries, I mean, wasn't the only other person to miss that many games and win MVP oh. still was Shaq, right? Was it Shaq or – oh, LeBron. Probably. LeBron. Yeah, I was trying, I was trying to do the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. LeBron, I was wondering what you were doing, um, bro. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and I don't think Embiid's on that type of level, right? So, great numbers, uh, great impact on this team, but not MVP. Uh, I kind of am. Charlie, not, not kind of. I'm completely agreeing with uh, Walker right here at two. Uh, Steph Curry. I mean, if we say the most valuable, uh, Chris Paul and Steph Curry definitely come to mind. Take away Steph from the Warriors, and I think they're a bottom feeder. Uh, I th- not even I think I think they just they will be a bottom feeder. Uh, he's been playing out of his mind, especially after All Star break, um, and he succeeded in getting Golden State to the playoffs. So uh, good job. Props to him for doing that single handedly, in my opinion. And not complaining. Yeah, definitely. Kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so now, number one, the MVP. This should be consensus. Got to go. Nicole Jokic. My boy Jokic. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. All right, like, I, like, when you started to like, you're like, yeah, I feel like you're gonna say someone, bro. Nerlens Noel. You <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard her, baby. Oh God. Red Velvet. Red, Red Velvet. Velvet. <laughs> Red Velvet MVP. But um, yeah, I think I think this is obviously pretty self-explanatory. So, Micah, you want to explain it? Yeah, I mean, you heard what I said when I was talking about offensive player of the year. I I, I accidentally started talking about how, why he was MVP, like. Bro, you cannot mention Nikola Jokic and not start talking about how this man has carried the Nuggets to a playoff spot, right? It's it's incredible. You know, when Jamal, when Jamal Murray got out, how, how long was he out? How long is he out for? Season? Uh, he's been out for like 20 games at least, right? Exactly. Out for 20-plus games? And this man carried the team single-handedly. Who else is on the team? No, ball, ball, I don't want to hear it, right? Like, MPJ is pretty good. M- MPJ is good, but he's not He's not on that type he's of just level. A, right? He's just a scorer. He doesn't do anything else. Exactly. This man, Jokic, has been doing everything for the team. And I just feel like when you look at the stats and when you watch him in-game, bro, this guy is doing everything possible to put his team in the position that they are right now. Uh, no Jokic. The, this team is a play-in or non-playoff contending team. No, without Jokic, there's no way. There's no there's way. No way. No, there's no but way. If, if, Murray, if, Murray, if Murray's out too, then there's no way. Exactly. If Murray's in, then maybe they can get like the 11 seed, 12 seed, but I don't. But Jokic, Jokic is the focal point of this team, and sure. there's there's no taking away from that. This man is the MVP. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I, um, that was. All right. Go ahead, Walker. Sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna. Kind of creator, like I said, just I feel like uh, I don't know. I don't know. Jokic is another. It's just so much fun to watch. I mean, like seeing a guy that's just like what six ten, dude behind the back, behind the head pass. Um, it's just so much fun to watch. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he's another one of those guys who he's a European guy that likes to complain, but he's still like a pretty likable guy. I mean, he's never yeah, hot head, right? Um, it's fine. He is. Can I, can I, can I, all right. So now that we've kind of finished that off, I want to say one thing. My teacher, we were talking about basketball. He said this to me. I thought it was really interesting. So we got trained. And then we're just, everyone good that we're moving away from awards. That all good. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay, cool. okay, cool. All right. So we were trained Doncic, right? And, and my, I think most people, I feel like majority of NBA fans dislike Trey, which I think, right? Most fans. Yeah, I think he's First play I think style. With, with PJ, PG and LeBron, I think he's one of the more hated guys now. And like, I think people just kind of dislike his <laughs> play style. I was like, he's got a pretty punchable face, we're not going to lie. But dude, I was thinking about it, right? And like, Doncic <laughs> is seen as the golden boy of the, Luca seen as the golden boy of the, of the uh, NBA, right? Luca, everyone thinks he's like all that. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Golden. He's he's the golden Bro, boy. Like Luca, Luca complained more than Trey, and he doesn't get any hate for it. Like it low key been annoying me so much recently. Like he like Luca cries and compl- like bring out the baby meter. Luca's pretty high. <laughs> up on the baby meter, if we're being honest, like I realized he complained so much to the rest, but he doesn't get anything for it. I'm like, yeah, he's likable because he had these moments with Boban, but Trey has the same stuff with Bogey, John Collins. I, I just a little rant. I had to go on real quick, but I no, feel like I get Luca's you mean. He, like. I, Luca's about to get his like um I think he if he gets one more tag, I think he gets like Suspended. A, a suspension, yeah. Like um which yeah. is pretty crazy. Um because he's definitely hot headed. But um are we done with NBA now? I don't or know, are we we're still going. I think we're we're, we're good. I think we're gonna get I'm ready, the, the, I'm ready for the off season if we're being honest. Yeah, the off season, um, baby. So if you don't want to listen to us talk about the off season, click off, go ahead. Uh we're talking about the the greatest artist of all time. No, no, I'm joking. Wait, um, what did you say? <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Chill, chill, um, chill. I know, chill. But I think uh, I think it's self-explanatory that we're all pretty big Cole fans here. And uh, Jermaine dropped an album yeah. uh, two days ago. Is that correct? Uh, 14th? No. Yeah, yeah, 14th, two days 14th. ago. 14th. And um, I think we can all agree that's a pretty strong album. Hopefully. Yeah, good album. Good album. So, um, uh, all right. Go, go ahead, Michael. Yeah, yeah. If you guys don't mind me starting off with this, uh, first off, I wanted to say I also dropped on uh, a single the same day that Call released. And just to put in perspective how much I enjoyed listening to this album, especially a few select songs off of it, uh, I barely promoted uh, my single at all. I was just listening to Call the whole time. Um, and that's no offense to my own single, which you guys should check it out, you know, <laughs> Mellow Yellow. Right. Um, on yes sir um but yeah if we can start uh just go to our bio and he'll be there okay yeah yeah um but yeah i think this whole album was not what some people expected in my opinion um especially of, of course the what was it the the two-pack that he had with oh yeah the lewis street lewis street with yeah, uh, lewis the street. climb back yeah. and uh lion king on ice yeah I think the climb back was a really good uh, opener, not opener to the album, of course, but like to expose people to Appetizer. what the off season is going to sound like. Right. Um, and I don't know how this album is going to be received, to be honest. I feel like a lot of people are just kind of writing right now um, and not truly understanding that this isn't a normal call album. This is uh, if you look at the production aspects of it, and you also look at um, his lyricism on it and the style. This isn't a, a mainstream album. 
by any means. Of course, you have songs like Amari on here and Pride is the Devil, but this is for the real hip-hop listeners who will dissect the lyrics and just listen to the music, not for the popularity, but for what it means to the culture of hip-hop as well as to just hip-hop fans in general, you know? Um, yeah, and my, yeah. My, not to cut you off, Micah, but I was going to say, I noticed, like, on the off-season, there wasn't a song like the Little Models, for example. Um, there wasn't really a song that you put on and it turned everyone up. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, which I love. That was just a, that was just, that was just a random thought I had. But yeah. that's what I noticed. The first, like, my first playthrough, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be playing this song at a party. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. Ro- oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. That's no, just how no, I interpreted it. No club bangers on this. No club bangers. Right. Which is what Cole is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so keep going I think, you want, yeah. uh, is it okay if I interject real quick? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I kind, I think I kind of just summed up like the album, kind of. Oh I mean, yeah, for sure. You summed so, it up nicely. Yeah, um, yeah. I definitely think this is one of J Cole's better albums. Uh, he definitely delivered. Do I think it's his best work ever? Um, no, I do not. No, um, no. Just to be frank, I do not. Uh, I still think no. the 2014 Four Souls Drive, and arguably maybe For Your Eyes Only, is still better. But uh, I definitely think the off season is one of his better albums. It's probably top three. Um, personally, I like the slower sounding tracks um, over the quicker tracks like Close or uh, 95 South. So the songs I really liked were uh, My Life and Let Go My Hand. Um, those were my two favorites. Um, obviously, like one of the quotes from uh, Let Go My Hand, I believe it was um, Presence make the sh- Makes the Strongest Father. Um which I, I I just think that was a good line. <laughs> I just I mean, I don't know. I just really like that line. But um, I definitely think it was a strong album throughout. Me and Walker were talking before the podcast that, I mean, uh, it really just doesn't have much many weaknesses. Um, that's the thing about – that's a reoccurring theme of J. Cole is that uh, his albums, there's never really too many skips, if any. Um, they're all the solid songs. Maybe they're not all 10 out of 10, but they're all going to be 8 out of 10. So – yeah, that's what I got. Um, put my thought into it. I thought it was a again solid, good album. Uh, I liked Four Four Hill Drive and Four Your Eyes Only more. But again, you you know you get what you get from Cole. No skips, uh, for the most part. Not maybe not no skips, but no bad songs. Nothing that's gonna come on. You're like, all right, turn this off. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, my favorite tracks. I really liked uh, 95 South. Um, that kind of got me hyped up a little bit. Like the first opening track. But, and as well as my life, I mean, we all know how well 21 did. And Pride of the Devil was a good one, too. I, was, I really liked the theme of that song, actually. Um, but, you know, my personal favorite song had to be The Climb Back. Um, obviously, oh, yeah. I heard it on Lewis. I heard it on Lewis Street. And, like, dude, I, I was, like, it was, like, 11.50. And I was, like, listening to, like, waiting on the drop, you know, to keep myself awake. And, bro, like, that song just goes so hard to me. Um I mean, like, man, I was just listening to it, bro. And I just, like, for some reason, I just got so hyped, bro. Yeah, um, I mean, his flow on that album, on that song is supreme. I mean, he just when keeps it goes, on like, going. When it was like, you know, my, my people shoot first because they never played the point more two guards. Oh, my God. Like, bro, like, mm. like, bro, no like. bodies <laughs> fill for you alls. I mean, like, come on. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, and the RDC skit, shout out them. Like, that's a joke oh, yeah. in it. But, like, oh, yeah. man, dude, that that bar, like, that's, my, that's probably one of my favorite cool bars of all time. Being a basketball player and stuff. Uh, yeah. My life was that. That was the one with the uh, twenty-one. If I'm correct, I got a lot yeah. of. Uh, I said the song. I got a lot of a lot vibes. 
like the song a lot. Bro, a lot part that, two. Yeah, the Honestly. the um the sample that they used for that. I think it was a sample. Maybe it was original, but uh, sampled. it felt it, yeah. It was probably yeah. You know, a lot of it was sampled, but um, it's really sounded like it. So um, it was a good continuation because that was a really good song, and they really work well together. Which is weird because their styles really shouldn't match because. Um, yeah. obviously 21 is more of a trap ATL type of guy, but, uh, J Cole is more of a, um, lyricist. Um, you know, he's more on flow when eight, uh, 21 is more on this melodic stuff. So yeah, I definitely think they match well and same with little baby. I mean, I wouldn't really expect them to match up very well, but they, I mean, I think a little baby is very versatile for the most part or s- s- sort of versatile. So, um, yeah, I think they matched up nicely. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite tracks were Amari, My Life, uh, Interlude, and The Climb Back. So a lot of previously released songs Interlude was there. really good, too. Um, yeah, however, I really think, uh, what you call it, um, Interlude is just, bro, if we go to the production side of things, I'm such a sucker for, like, uh, samples and uh, a lot of sampling work on an album right uh bro this one was just like my bread and butter like almost each song i was like yo this beat go crazy um but my life let's not forget about how maury killed the hook on that that might be one of my favorite yeah. hooks ever um super simple but it really connected j cole and 21's uh verses uh of course 21 with an he just sounded like he had Murdered the glasses it. and the suit on while he was recording, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I know he had the glasses years. on. Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of dry spell in the middle of the album. I With, think. Uh, yeah, I, I feel you so much. With uh, Punch in the Clock, uh, 100 Mil. I just, and Pride is the those, Devil. Pride is the Devil. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. But uh, I think I'd, 100 Mil and Punch in the Clock were definitely pretty. Yeah. Though, yeah I'm not saying they're bad. I don't, I don't think they're bad songs. It's just that compared to the other highs of the album, I think they're closer to the bottom. Yeah. It's just like, it's hard for me, like, listening to a Cole album. Because, like, it's just hard to compare. Because Forest Hill, like, I mean, it's, it all comes back to Forest Hill Drive, right? I mean, that, that album is just so good. Iconic. Like, it's going to go down to probably one of the greatest albums of all time. It is, you know, one of the greatest. Of the, of definitely of the 2000s. And um, I don't think it just goes without saying. It's just no skips. So it's just, and for, for your eyes only, it's such a great album too. Honestly, a little bit underrated. Underrated, underrated yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just a side thought. It's just so hard to compare Cole albums just because of how good Portal Drives is. Right. Uh, I also wanted to add, bro, his bars on this, or I've never heard Cole Spaz like, he has on this album like clearly he put in a ton of effort into it and uh like it, it pays off it really pays off i mean i'm definitely gonna listen to this a lot more in the future um, yeah i'm gonna match yeah. i'm gonna listen to climb back right as we get off this right i've already i've already ready. re-listened to it i think three times and i'm don't yeah. point on stopping yeah it's Especially since a, it's a shorter shorter album i believe it's what 39 minutes yeah 39 tracks yeah, it's 39. Yeah. Um, I really hope this isn't his last work because I think I, I don't think we all want that. But I mean, if it is, it's a good way to go out. And um, he obviously has two kids and a wife. So if he wants yep. to go out, he wants to go out. But um, and is it um, wait, is it uh, was Dame on the his uh, sample? Was that on 100 mil? I'm not 
too I don't, sure. I don't remember if it was or not. But again, okay, yeah, 100 mil. Uh, I do want to say, bro, you can't start a song like that. I like the song, kind of, but you can't start a song like whining, bro. I don't, I don't know if that was a stylistic choice, but whatever it was, it was not it for me. Oh, gee, mad at you right now. <laughs> for that for that feature he had do you know that one yeah yeah uh, yeah, 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 yeah that one's interesting mm-hmm. um so yeah i think that's about it uh if you guys have anything more else to say about the nba or off season little baby had his weakest verse ever little baby really yeah i think he's had weaker ones well in a minute I'm like on in a minute yeah he's been on fire for a little, a little while i mean he's been flaming down a little bit oh yeah i wish he would oh, yeah. i wish he would control that fire into making an album yeah <laughs> i mean what's he doing he's at least one in over a year come on yeah, bro buddy, hey we, we, we had to go without cole for three years so i mean yeah, that's true. True. i'll, I'll wait i'll wait years. and trav without um what it's coming up on three yeah, that's yeah. Like that. but yeah. i don't know i don't walker's not a trav guy Nah, I'm not a. Nah, I'm not a. I'm yeah, waiting for that Joey album, bro. I hopefully Joey comes up soon, releases mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I hope there's more uh, post-humorous MF work for sure. I definitely think uh, <laughs> Walker posthumous, uh, bro. <laughs> no, Walker. I don't blame you. I pronounced it like that a long time, and then my mom corrected me. What is it? It's, po- po- it's posthumous. Pos- yeah, posthumous. 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 Like I like, I like after death. Really? Yeah. 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 Not oh, posthumous. that's crazy. My- posthumous. Dang, my whole, I feel like my whole life has been a lie. What the heck? <laughs> no, it's no, but Walker, it should yeah. be pronounced that way. It should not yeah. be posthumous. English, English it should be posthumous. It, it really is stupid. English, English is post. It should be posthumous. That's what it should be. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else are we waiting for to drop? Uh, isn't DMX dropping a posthumous album? Oh man, this camp. DMX. I think his. I think it's camps or something like that. Like, yeah, they're I think it, I think that's insanely rushed. Yeah, really rushed. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. If issue, I want that. that was the issue with Pop Smoke. Uh, I think they released it way too fast. Although it was a really good album, I, I did. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't think it was bad. I think uh, it was actually really good. It's just that I think they could have waited longer to make it to make it make more anticipation. But I'm not. I'm not trying to like dis- dishonor him or his legacy or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's still like I, I don't know. Pop. Yep. All right. Appreciate yep. Micah coming on. We're uh we're definitely gonna bring Mike on for a ton of more episodes. This is gonna Let's be a regular go. thing. Any NBA music episodes, he's gonna be on it. Promise. Yes, sir. So we'll see you all next time. Follow us on yes, all the sir. socials. Yeah. Later.